Ready, set, go! This is the Checkpoint Radio Podcast. Tune into our weekly radio show. For more information, go to CheckpointRadio.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Checkpoint Reach. Hey, welcome to Checkpoint Radio Podcast on the Westwood One Podcast Network. Everyone's listening. Exclusive, uncensored, and extended conversations from the nationally syndicated crew of the Checkpoint Radio Show. My name's Nate Bender. I'm joined by the Checkpoint Radio crew, Robbie Landis. What up? Norris Howard. Hey, hey. And over at the Checkpoint News Desk, Joe Sloan. It's like to be here. We have challenged our listeners to leave us 90 total reviews by the end of the year, and I am, I am so happy to report that we are sitting at... At a total of 82 reviews. 82. We are, cl- we are closing wow. in on the final 10 reviews. We have less than 10. Just eight more reviews to go before Robbie gets to make a crappy DIY cosplay. No, no we can do it. Now, just so you do it, guys. Just for Joe. Just so you know, the amount of content you're going to get is more than just Joe's humiliation. Like, like I'll live stream shopping for stuff. I'll Even live though that's stream worth the price it. of admission. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like you're going to get a lot of good content out of this. So, if you haven't left a review yet get off you don't even gotta get off your ass just go leave a review yeah listen everybody has to sit on the toilet and that's a perfect time to just drop us a review please let us know in the review While if you're, you're sitting dropping on the a toilet. deuce yeah yes. yeah yeah Please so, don't let us know. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, no, I'm curious. I want to know. I'm curious. In fact, in fact, if you do that, take a picture and tweet it to us. No. Okay, don't, no, don't do that. PT okay, Radio. don't do that. That's don't, a great way mm, to get banned. Don't go that far. What? Tweeting poo? Yeah. Yeah. You I can't tweet poo, tweet poo. Yeah, you can. Wait, no, because you can tweet porn. You, dude, they just took Alex Jones off of Twitter like yeah. two days ago. Yeah, that's and not, true. You not can Info Wars, just Alex Jones. Jones. Yeah, you can tweet right. a lot of poo a I lot st- i stand corrected all right anyway gotta, settle down old man you gotta choose your your social media avenues correctly anyway welcome to the checkpoint radio podcast let's actually take a uh, a second to read a couple of these reviews before we actually get into our discussion topic this week so uh let's start this uh Khaled 04 uh, left us this uh, iTunes review, and Khaled actually subscribed to our Twitch channel over at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. Way to go, Khaled. Uh, he did that today, today during the live recording of the show, so thank you, Khaled. Uh, who's reading this? You know what that means, by the way. Someone needs to read this. Who's reading this? I was going to read the second one. Oh, I'll, I'll read, read the first one. one. I got it. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I think Nora should read it. Yeah, yeah. Amazing show. Uh, well, first of all, very entertaining. Amazing show. Time flies when you are listening to these guys. I understand the show is supposed to be a little more serious in reference to uh, the other show you guys do. However, I would love to see some more juxta on this show. No. No, because we're not going to do that. Every time we do put him on the show, we get angry letters from our producers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Even if it's just some minutes from time to time, Norris is a good addition to the crew, but nothing compared to the big man juxta. This this person is horrible. Thanks Thanks for the review. We appreciate it. (laughs) You are correct. Nothing does compare to the big man juxta, and we're all happy about it. I I think if you 
fill like a big bucket up with enough chicken nuggets, you come pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> May not yeah. be wrong. Yeah. Right. May not be wrong. All right. Let's uh, take a look at our second review. Uh, it's called Doing My Part by 68 Nod Nerd. It says, uh, I felt compelled to finally take the time and write a review eh, about this uh, amazing radio show <laughs> podcast. Uh, I do stumbled upon this show while uh, listening to the, uh, the TSN 1290 in uh, Winnipeg uh, doing one of my random Sunday shifts at, uh, <laughs> yeah. at Timmy Ho-Ho's. Uh, the intro music instantly grabbed my attention and brought back, uh, gosh darn, so many uh, memories of uh, childhood gaming. Uh, I love the banter that uh, goes on, whether it's uh, on or off topic. Uh, I download the podcast daily now to catch up, uh, even though I don't game uh, at all anymore. Uh, I can't get enough. Your knowledge and insight is uh, captivating and educational. Uh, very well put together. Amazing to think this industry is about to burst into the mainstream. Uh, can't wait to see where it takes you guys personally and professionally. Keep it up. By the way, I'll uh, rock a Checkpoint radio shirt any day of the week to help spread the word, don't you know? <laughs> there he's from, he's from, How many times did you slide in and out of it? He's from Winnipeg, little, little not yeah, yeah, from yeah. fucking yeah, Fargo. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? <laughs> Oh, that oh was great. God. I don't know what I'm talking about. You, you, you want to you give us your version of a Canadian accent, Norris? No, because it's just going to sound like Chris Draper. Oh, I didn't give you the true coat there. <laughs> anyway. I thought that was Amazing great. radio show and podcast. Yeah, thank right. You, uh, thank you there. Uh, I want to thank everyone. Joe. Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Good job. Jeez. The look of person I do the, the I work with. The look of disappointment on his face. You human over there. Wow. I'm used to people calling me the wrong name, but they usually at least remember one of them. Wow. So uh, our last review today comes from Nate Wolf. And Y-A-T-E, Nate Wolf. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, it's a two-star review. Aww. Aww. And uh, it says, I hope they're better gamers than radio personnel. We're not. <laughs> no. Let's Spoilers. be very clear. We are not. Nope. 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 Not at all. Nope. Prepare to be disappointed. This is about as, as good as it gets. I'm, yeah. I'm actually curious what, what the, the extra star was for. I don't he doesn't know. think we're too terrible. Oh, was that the whole review? That was the whole review. <laughs> that was it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, wait, what's the star for? What are we, you gave us two stars. You must there's something you like. Yeah, there must have been some redeeming quality about it. Yeah. Or maybe he just like like uh, maybe it was like, well, I could at least like listen to it. Like it wasn't just like it didn't make my ears bleed. Maybe that's yeah. what we get a star for. Yeah, maybe. One star is like Nickelback. <laughs> oh, so good. we're better than we're Nickelback. Still above Nickelback. Yay. But, man, is there anyone easier just to take a free shot at no. than Nickelback? Like, is there anyone where it's every, like more every universally American, okay? Every American has a, the Nickelback joke in the back. Yeah, pocket. it's like like a, like a Justin Bieber crack. Like You were always allowed to take a Justin Bieber I, crack. I, I mean, I was, I was actually listening to uh, Pat Oswald today. And uh, his bit about uh, Nickelback, yeah, and you know, like he used, to, like he used to say, and I, I'm sure that I've said it at some point in my life too. Man, they just make that type of music to get money and pussy. <laughs> Do you realize what people have done for money and <laughs> pussy in this world? First they of all, have, they've started entire wars. They have this. killed and raped entire civilizations worth of people. Now, Nickelback. Do you want to know what Genghis now, Khan did? Now, Nickelback. Said, oh, I'd like to have that level of money and pussy in my life. And it seems that shitty I, music might be a great avenue to do I that. I don't in. really want to kill anybody. Yeah. Maybe if I just go, <laughs> 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 
And it worked. And it worked. <laughs> now, comparatively, you know, like they're heroes in this scenario. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. I don't Nickel- like any scenario where Nickelback's heroes. That, by the way, all of that belongs to Pat now as well. I yes. can't. I can't take uh, any. Don't uh, take any credit. Any credit for that. Good news is we do have a uh, clip of our Canadian review. <laughs> so you have oh, to clip good. that, man. Oh, so good. That's, that is available. Thank for you, all Dark Times. The most inconsistent Canadian accent I've ever heard in my life. It got. It started to flirt with Southern in there at a some little, point. A little bit. Yeah. What happened? When he dropped the gosh darn it yeah. in there. I'm like, it was, it just, uh, just, that's where it went ne- off the rails. I literally never heard a Canadian say that. No. You know what the problem is? Is how long that review was. Yeah, I think, I think that's what it was. If I don't even realize it was no. quite that long. It wasn't Canadian because yeah. you didn't apologize profusely three times at least in that review. So that's true. You need definitely need more. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to say. Sorry. He gave us, sorry. He, he gave sorry. Us, sorry. He gave us five stars. What does he have to apologize about? There wasn't a sixth one? Sorry, guys. There aren't any more uh, better gaming shows out Sorry, here. I can't give you more stories. Sorry, eh? I can't give you more stories, eh? There you go. I did. Five, five seems to His be... His Canadian accent is way better than either of yours. Right. I didn't profess to have one at no all. No one did. He did. Surprise, he did not. Surprisingly, I have one. I didn't know I had one. Yeah. That yeah. is shocking. All right, eh? Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's talk about our podcast topic this week, which is the media. And there's a lot of it, and yeah, that's 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 an understatement. I'm told they tell lies all the time. The media, when we say the media, the media, the enemy of the people, right? (laughs) Right. Uh, Yes. The fake news. That's what we mean. No, we mean the, you know, Edward R. Murrow, good night, good luck media. That's what I mean. Okay. Not, when people say the media, that is what I think. Well, uh, okay. So what we're talking about is the media, specifically mainstream media's uh, uh, relationship with video games and esports, because it does seem to be evolving, right? Yeah, it's changed a lot. And, and uh, you know. That's the name of the DJ Khaled album. And. He was at the Overwatch Grand Finals, so see convergence, convergence, awkwardly. Anyway, um, so uh, so anyway, um, I I think that the fact that mainstream media is having to accept something like esports. And it, you Not know, even like just on esports, its own, but video games. Uh, vi- well, specifically, nah, e-sports but through specifically. esports, video games through esports, they're having it to is, accept. It is definitely because of esports. They're think, they're yeah. having to accept the culture on its own terms, which is something that I don't think media, media has like has ever done before, especially in its relationship with video. Well, because games. media is usually one of the guilty parties in in terms of, in a way, bastardizing culture. In a way, because when something gets so big, it becomes homogenized. And by the time yeah. it gets to mainstream media, it's it's something that is so passe from whatever underculture it came from. Sure. That nobody cares about it anymore. And when they hear it, it's like, ugh. Well, you know what else I think it is, too? Uh, and, and specifically uh, uh, the way that you just phrased that, that, that they have to accept it. On our terms, right? The media can't ignore what esports is at this point. They can't do that, right? right? But they also have to take it seriously because it's gotten to a point now where they can't just okay, it's too much yeah, money. yeah, it's big, so I guess we got to talk about it. But you're right; it's so much money that they have to also take it seriously. So, so it's not just about reporting on it now. Right? They have to start learning about especially, it, especially, well. especially yeah. if they want to meaningfully. They want a piece of the pie. Yeah, if they want to meaningfully interact with that segment of the audience and be able to, it, like, like Robbie said, get in on that action. Well, that, that's the problem. Is as as a younger demographic. 
you, you almost have traditional media more by the balls because they are one area that they struggle with is an immensely important one. They can't target the younger demographic, the younger right. people coming up. So when they're they're forced to kind of accept esports on this very very begrudgingly, begrudgingly, but they're supposed to they're forced to accept it on a serious and professional level because as we've pointed out. Our generation is very good at, at seeing when they're being spoken down to. Well, let, me, let, me, let me tell you what, what bothers me, right? Let me tell you what grinds, grinds my, my gears. gears. Let me tell you what grinds my gears is, you know, because I work in media, I've seen how the conversation around video games has evolved, right? It started where it was reactionary, right? right. Like in the 90s, you had the same kind of reactionary aspects around pop music, rap, rap, rock and roll, that kind of stuff, where it was looking at the content and saying, is this acceptable for our kids? Because that generation that was commenting on it as adults had no had con- no, context. no context for it. Right. And then it evolved and and it kind of became well, this was a thing that I used to do in my childhood, right? Like, gener- I, I say this a lot, and I probably said this a couple of times on the show, but Generation X was probably the last generation to take video games and box them up, put them with kids' stuff in their life when they got Boxed old it up enough. and put it away. Boxed it up and put it away because and, and classified it as kids' stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's certain stuff in my head I classify as kids' stuff, right? It was the Atari generation, really. Right. Those who grew up on Atari said, okay, that kid's game is done. Right, but I mean, like, you know, like collecting action figures or baseball, baseball cards. cards and stuff like that, right? Like, I at some point in my life, you know, when I was like... I don't want to be a kid anymore. I want to be an adult, and I I made that decision for myself. Got rid of the Pokemon cards. I, I put. It, that's exactly it. I I, I literally mm-hmm. I sold my Pokemon cards. I sold a lot of my stuff. You know, like it was for that pro- action figure. It was that process of growing up. Some yeah. some people don't don't have the 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 wherewithal to even sell them. They go out in the yard just and they toss them. Yeah, they they light M eighties off on them, right, or right. something like that, right? They just they, yeah they blow they, them. They, I can't they have them. them. No one can. Or they throw them away, or their parents throw them away, yeah. right? And and Generation X was, I think, the last generation to do that with video games. Um, I don't think that millennials categorically do that with video games. I think millennials see video games in, uh, in, in the majority of millennials see video games as a medium and and like an artistic medium mm-hmm. and and something that is. As valid as any TV show and, or book or movie. And that is where the biggest disconnect, I think, between traditional media and video games lies. Because you guys are right. They're accepting esports because it makes money. Right. They have a, to. It's a, it's a profit-driven relationship, well, there is, right? there is also a bit of the changing of the guard that's happening right now well, in yeah, media. Because more millennials are becoming the, a part of executive ex- teams, editorial exactly. boards, XYZ. Yeah, exactly. But yep. there's still, you know, there's usually still a really old white guy who owns the paper. And that really old white guy still sees video games as kid stuff. Is not the Rick of their, of their business? No, no, not even the Rick of their business. No, because right? Rick has the wherewithal to... to Exactly. Or something even exactly. doesn't know. That's what I mean. I, was, I like our Rick. Yeah, our something that became uh, uh, abundantly clear to me when we were out at the OWL Grand Finals is there are, you're right, there's a change in the guard. There are people coming in who know what this is about and how to handle it. Right. But there are also people that 
if if they had their way, if the money wasn't there, if the attention wasn't there, they wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. And you can tell in the way that they're trying to handle it that they still... They're they're doing it so begrudgingly, yeah, right? And and but that's but that's part of where the artistic value and the artistic appreciation for a video game comes in, right? Because when we talk about something like sports, part of what makes sports resonate with so many people beyond just the ability to play it is the ability for people to see value when something is happening and to understand the mechanics, to understand setting up a defense a certain way yeah. or a player uh, running this type of scheme or a coach running this type of the getting into the, the muck of what makes people really, really love sports right yeah and what makes people really really love video games is a similar type of energy where people start going deep into code game design art design art direction and that type of stuff part of what makes me like overwatch as a game is something as simple as i like the fact that there's brown people in that damn game and they don't look like goofy ass caricatures that's important to me that was a big decision. Totally. And I started to play that game, and I appreciate it from an artistic standpoint, but it's also a great eSport. Well, and that's where we also can go back to Nate's point about uh, the millennial generation is the first one to really consider video games to be this uh, this kind of art form. More Our generation a game. can look back and say, you know, hey, what were your favorite stories growing up? And, you know, based on your age, you might say something like Harry Potter or, sure. or Harry Dresden or whatever, you, whatever you're into. Yeah. But you'll also probably say a Final Fantasy game or yeah. something to that nature. The generation before us, I mean, what were they, what were they supposed to say? Asteroids? Yeah. What? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, that's the kind media, of a good point. The medium matured. Yeah, but the media it, matured to the right. point that it could that it could become a yeah. real art form. And so now, when you look back at things like Atari games, there is an artistic value to them, but you almost look at it as it's the birth of that medium, and that's sure. where the art it's value comes from. It's hieroglyphics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, if you're interested as... as I, I mean, you know, I, I there's... This just this weird effect of like, I I can't even imagine a time in my life where I thought video games were categorized as kid stuff. No. And I put that stuff away because it's been so formative in a lot of a lot of my, you know, my tastes, my um, sensibilities, my sensibilities. You know why that might be? Why is that? Well, we had that uh, generation before us didn't we had kids games. We didn't. Instead of saying this is all kids stuff, putting away, oh, I said oh, I said I'm going to put away my kids games because those are the ones that are clearly meant for little kids. Maybe you're right. We had that. Well, I, I, you, I, might, I, you might have. You might be onto something there. I, yeah. I think as a generation, it, it's not just games though. I mean, you know, look at a lot of the other stuff that 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 we grew up and we hold on to. Watching cartoons, cartoons, yeah. Yeah. anime, stuff like that. That I mean, stuff also matured. But with I mean, us it, as well. in a way, it is all Peter Pan syndrome in, in in a certain context. But I think when we're talking about it, it's, its relationship to the media and how the media perceives it is at some point well, the difference is is that baseball and football and f- film and music none of these things came into the game perceived as kid stuff right okay that's fair nobody okay professional fair. sports did not come onto the scene as something 
children did. Right. Right. It, it was given validity. It out was of the given gate. Vali- yeah. validity from the moment it existed. That's interesting. As a professional thing. Yeah. Right? Same thing with movies. Same and thing music. with film yeah. and music and all that stuff. Mm, <laughs> not music, but film. Not mu- but that's certain film v- and video. But that's certain genres yes. of music. Mm-hmm. That's certain genres of music. I, I would. I, I mean, no. Like I would say, you know, music as art predated any of that. Like, oh, it doesn't meet the standards of well, yeah, art. music predated right. mass media. Exactly. So right. 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 Fine. I'll so, give you that. Right. So, uh, uh, but I do think that there was a trivialization and infantilization around movies and especially TV. Right. Like, well, definitely and, TV. Because yeah. uh, it was, it was. We were coming to the other side of that. Right. Like, I, there was a lot of concern in like the fifties and the sixties about kids being raised with too much TV. In the same way that you know, when we were talking to Jello today on the show, you know, there's there's concern about you know how much balance kids have with video but, games. But that now. wasn't. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't infant- solely for. Yeah, it wasn't an infantilization of the entire medium. It wasn't taking all of TV and all of film and compartmentalizing it is to this is for right. children. Well, I mean, when, when TV was first becoming a thing, I mean, that was a, it was a status symbol to have a TV in your that's house. Right. Like, yeah, I, and that was like, true. that was like the idea of the family sitting around the TV and eating dinner. And was that inf- was a big but thing. Also, it was informative. It was, it was. It was supposed to be a, a vessel but for it, news to come through. That is true, but it was also chided and derided as the idiot box, the boob tube. You know what I mean? There, I, there I feel like these, that was more of like a 60, late 60s, early 70s Thing, like when we started seeing like the sitcoms really starting to sure, appear. yeah, when yeah, more entertainment, entertainment, enter- yeah. entertainment based programming started to pop up, and you had less of an emphasis on news and information, sure. right? You know, there, I think even radio had a period of time where it was going through stuff like that. When you had, you know, like the Lone Ranger the radio dramas, and, exactly, yeah. right? Like, and you had people who would get, you know, they'd spend too much time with it, yeah. And, and you had, I mean, you think like the Lone Ranger that was very much a, a kids program, but but you. Also have some stuff that was very serious, like War of the Worlds, yep, where people true. literally thought that an alien attack was happening. Like that's the, that's the thing is is that it, it's still those those other things still didn't come into the public consciousness as something that only and solely children did. That's true, and I think that hump has not been overcome yet by games. I think it will and I think it will very soon. It's happening as we mm-hmm. speak yeah. right now. But it, it still has a few more humps to go through and I think what makes traditional media of course move nowadays is money and that's why esports I think is the vessel to do it. Yeah. Because there are going to be people who have never watched a you know, uh, never watch Evo, right? And go back and see a game and go. That's difficult. I I can't I can't do that. Mm-hmm. You, you, you I'm entertained, know, but I can't do that. You want to know when 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 we'll really start to be there? When it isn't just money machines like 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 esports that are pushing it, but when you tune into a late night show and instead of you know talking to Tom Cruise or 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 uh, Chadwick Boseman about their their new movie, you're talking to you know whoever just did the the the, the Todd movie. Howard. Yeah, the, well Todd Howard who made it, or even like the voice actors who who you know did did the voicing for the characters and stuff. That when like when see, video yeah. games yeah. are being as accepted in the traditional media as what movies and music are, 
that's when we've really See, overcome but you're right, that Right, because a, a lot of the time right now, when you do get an interview with a with an esports athlete or something like that, it's still very oh, much... what are the kids doing with well, the crazy video games right, these it's, days? It's, it's the spectacle. Coming up next, I've got a kid who makes $100,000 a year yeah. playing it's, it's, video I games. Literally it's saw, it's I novel. literally saw Megan Kelly's face <laughs> as you said that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm it, happy a, about it, that, it, but... It, I'm sorry. And it becomes a novelty segment, right? right. Like, and, that's, and that, I think, is just as pandery and insulting. Yeah. And it says, oh, well, you know, oh, look, at this weird thing that's it's, going on right now but it still has the element of oh aren't you sweet like like it, it, that it, i know the the megan kelly segment that you're talking about and i swear to god every time the camera wasn't on her i swear that she was sitting there just making this face like yeah come on right uh-huh yeah 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 you make how much money okay you right, know what exactly. i mean like that, it uh, felt very pandery oh, no but god. no but even if it's not that reaction even if it's the opposite and it's positive it's like Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, really? That's so cool. It is. It, it's. We don't do that. In we don't do that with athletes. Right. We don't. Submit. Oh wow! You get paid fourteen million dollars to catch a ball. Whoa! I mean, because we don't do that. Well, and, and, and part of it. Part of it. Part of it is is that if you sat across from you know a professional athlete and you did that, they would look at you and walk out of the They'd room. Walk out. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, like, I, I just, I, I have to wonder when we get to the other side of that, right? Like, when, when we, when we finally get to the, the other side of, like, we can stop explaining what this is and just have it naturally be it's, a part of the content. It, part of it, I think, will be time. And also, part mm-hmm. of it is, I think, we are one truly monumental and transformative game away. Like what what Fortnite is doing right now, regardless of if we play it or participate in it or not, what it is doing is it is a zeitgeist is shifting. We're going to think about games and esports pre and post Fortnite Mm, or even pre and post. No, or even pre and post Battle Royale, whatever you want to Battle Royale is the term you're looking for. No, no, no. No, no, no. I I get exactly where you're going, and I think that we're maybe in that pre stage, and maybe it's not Fortnite, but whatever the next big game is, is going to set that galvanizing standard of everything that came before and everything. Thing that came after, right? World of Warcraft was one of those kind of transformative before and games. after. There is a before and after. There is. Literally Vi- took yes. MMOs out of the realm of the quote unquote like old ultra geek, stinky neckbeard, yeah. and moved it into no. Everybody does this yep. shit. Well, in the last couple of shifts have come from this very organic wellspring. We've talked about this. It comes from the modding community. MOBAs were, you know, that came out of the modding community. In a lot of ways, even the Battle Royale genre came out of the yep. modding community. And so I do think that, you know, yes, that pushes the needle forward. But whatever the next huge monumental thing is, I think you're right. Like, I think we're going to see a world that looks very different after and, and whatever that game is. Jerry Bear here in the chat says, uh, when will it happen when these old ass people die off and lose the media? Well, no, 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 no. Because that's the same argument we said about racism. And that hasn't worked at all. Yeah. too. So well, but, the, the, the thing is, is that it's not just about 
age. It's it's about who is delivering these messages, right? It's, it it could be still millennials and still younger people, but there's plenty of millennials who don't play video games. Right. Yeah, so that's it, true. It's gonna take like what what Conan is doing with Clueless Gamer. It's stuff like that. That's true. But I mean, again, when we talk about you know the next generation even you know beneath millennials gen z this is a generation that's been raised with twitch that doesn't really know an environment without twitch and without youtube and validates the celebrities on there in the same way that we in regular mainstream culture have validated our own types of celebrities mm-hmm. and so does does a sh- like does the shift even happen like are we even ever going to be conscious of it or or is something so salacious going to happen out of the gaming community that it winds up on TMZ and then suddenly it's just a part of the news cycle but i think that's what it's that's what it's going to take but it, I, again i think it's going to be about the arbiters and who's delivering the information once it gets to a point to where your host of your late show, your host of your tonight show, your anchors on CNN, where all of these people openly play video games. Have been touched by it in some way. Have been touched by it and unabashedly share their experiences with it in the same way that Oprah has a fucking book club or or in the same or in the same way that uh, Stephen Colbert makes uh, Tolkien references exactly yeah once we get to the point where whoever the next Oprah or Ellen or whoever has their summer games list Mm-hmm. That is when we know that it has completely gone into the mainstream. Well, I think it's also a twofold thing. It's it's going to be you're right, the, uh, and Jeremy, as he suggests in the chat, it is going to be some of the older guard moving out, some of the newer guard moving in, who are more even if they're not guaranteed to be, they're more likely to be impacted by video games in some sure. way. Yeah. Uh, but this is also where, and as much as I really hate to say it, things like an Olympic inclusion will change that perception. I, I because it is it is very hard to be super patronizing about esports as a concept when your country just won a gold medal in it. Ah, you know what? I I think that you are underestimating the ignorance of some people. Dude, curling is an Olympic sport, okay? (laughs) When was the last time... I've openly talked shit about curling. When was Jimmy Fallon had the curling champions on his show like last year? As a punchline. Like genuinely like had him on as a guest. He did. He had him on as guests, yeah. I don't. It wasn't sitting there I, making fun of him because again, that get up to, and walk that out. Had, that had to be his his lowest rated quarter hour oh, all year. Ouch, Canada, oh. we're sorry. Well, I, I'll say this: you've sorry, been way meaner to curling than he nerve. was. We're sorry. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Um, buy you some uh, Tim Hortons. No, no, no. Look, look, look. As, as cool <laughs> and as great as it will be to have video games in the Olympics, you're still going to have people that go, "They don't belong there." Oh, sure, absolutely. You it's it's, You'll it's have going detractors. to be. Yeah, I think it's going to be much more interesting from a discussion point of view to see what this does to some of the traditionalists right well i mean but like, like there's always going to be those people and i mean look no further than baseball there's people today who will go to like fight to the death over the fact there shouldn't be a designated hitter in 2000 fucking 18 no, no, well but what i'm talking about with gen z is that this is a generation who is still not old enough to really have their own income and to be in control of their own purchases and look at the way that our generation has started shelling out for things like microtransactions yeah. and has been able to move the needle financially with platforms like Twitch and Patreon. You know, these I are mean, Blizzard Blizzard was made off 
the backs of people our age. Right. Honestly. And, and and the thing is, is that, you know, at some point, at some point, we're going to come, it's going to collide up against the same, you know, the same factors that, that we're dealing with. Right. And, and that's, I think, you know, when, when you've got a generation that is pretty much just w- totally willing and has spent their entire life <laughs> consuming internet content, you know, video game centric content, then they're going to expect that to be a part of their media moving forward. So I I think that media should probably stop feeling so out of touch on this and really start doing their homework. You know, what? it's a combination of what you said just now and something earlier and something me and Robbie were discussing when we're talking about Ninja on the show this week is the fact that you brought up YouTube and Twitch and how Gen Z basically will grow up kind of never really remembering what life was like before that, right? Having never known. It, having, having never known. And Robbie, when we were talking about uh, Ninja in pre-show, you were saying, you know, Ninja is somebody who has the potential to become you, you sort had, of... Uh, it, it was the comparison you, you said where you're like, imagine the, if the Tonight Show was like no more women gas. And, and I go, it's not the best comparison because that, you know, the Tonight Show... Is, it's literally about the guests, and streaming never has been before, but someone like Ninja could easily could turn, turn that into, into that. an entire subgenre. Right? If he, an t- entire subgenre. He could become the Tonight Show of right. Twitch. Where all he does is invite celebrities to come and play video games with him and talk to And you to would him. tune in. You would, I would tune, tune in, in for every that. week. Depending on who the celebrity was, you would be bringing in swaths right. of new right. viewers yeah. every single time. The media needs to pay attention to that. Because people are already treating people like Ninja and other streamers and other vloggers and YouTubers like those kinds like of idols. celebrities. They're idols. Like Period. idols. Like hosts. You're, so, no, you're, you're right. And there's that double standard that all celebrities are held to where they've got to permanently be on their best behavior or else, ooh, people are going to talk and there's going to the, be scandal but the, but the and reason, stuff like that. But the, so, but, but, and, and at some point, those worlds will just kind of end up breaking down, right? Right. If Drama Alert was nothing else, it was TMZ, but for YouTubers. YouTubers, yeah. YouTubers right? right? Yeah. So, I, I, at some point, at some point, TMZ is going to look at something like that and go, well, clearly there's value there and there's overlap. Why don't we just make that a part of our show? Why don't we just make it a part of our show? Oh, man. Yeah. TMZ right. presents Drama Alert. But not, oh. e- but not even just that. What if, you know, there are certain YouTubers who are going to say, you know what? Fuck TMZ. I'm making money on my own. Mm-hmm. And I'll do it myself. Like that's the thing. Well, then that, YouTube fucks it up. But. No, it's but it's 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 gonna become a point to where if mainstream media and these mainstream outlets don't pay attention to especially the groundswell happening with streamers and with certain YouTubers that. This will become the new normal. It's all about it's all about ease of access, right? Growing up with the internet, we don't have to sit down and wait for the six o'clock news. Right. We just go online and we watch what we want, when we want, how we want. And as TV, you cannot compete with that. Well, and that's the next period. Point, is, is that overall, if you are if you're, you know, in greater media right now and you're concerned about if you're begrudgingly beginning to accept video games and esports, 
I can't. That's that's the problem. Is we're just the tip of the iceberg. But the millennial generation, oh, yeah. it's not going to get we're, any better. We're for just, you. Yeah, you're like yeah. If if one in you know if two out of every three of us are into video games, wait till the next generation comes along. Where five out of every six are exactly like it, like if you think it's hard to approach us, oh yeah, we're, we're your practice. Yeah, because yeah. you better get ready for the next generation. It, it's it was it's just awesome, and, and I'll just leave it. It's awesome because I, I I do this program with with kids from my day job and. And seeing what resonates with them, right? And watching them play Fortnite and the ages range from like eight to like 17 mm-hmm. and seeing literally every last one of them knows how to play Fortnite. Everyone. Boys and girls, every one of yeah, them. Not 50%, not 50%, not 75%. Not a few who are just gamers. Every single solitary one of them knows how to play Fortnite mm-hmm. a little bit. And by the way, you want to know what you can attribute that to? The free-to-play model. Yep. Yeah. The fact that that has become such a, a prominent thing I mean, it, and it's really, anyone can download and play it. It's democratized the yeah. the entire process of, yeah. of gaming. Yeah. I mean, you know? when, I, yeah. when we were kids, video gaming was an expensive hobby. You're very right. Expensive. You had to convince your parents into buying a multiple $100 system and then $60, $60 on every game. game. Actually, or, or a computer good enough to run it. Like, uh, dude, I remember having to go around in circles with my parents about the Jurassic Park game that came on, <laughs> on floppy disks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because they were so unsure. Are you sure it doesn't have a virus in it? Oh my gosh. I bought it from a store, Mom. A store bought product is not going to have a virus in it that's insane. Uh, I don't know. I should. We should call Norton. I'm like, I don't think you can even call Norton, Mom. What are you doing? Uh, Jerry Bear in the chat earlier when you were talking about the way that we consume stuff had mentioned, you know, my generation or our generation was forced to choose Nintendo or Sega. Yeah. Nintendo or PlayStation. You could only buy, uh, you know, you only had enough to buy one system. And nowadays, people buy. PS4s, Xbox One, Switches, and you have a laptop and a computer, and you have your phone. And well, but that's that's because technology, for the most part, is so like subsidized and yeah. the ease of access and stuff. But like the, but the point is that when you have that like. Like video games, like there was a certain segment of people who could play video games because yep. there was a financial aspect, and then you had to be willing to take the social stigma to do it, even if you did get a video game system. That's true too. And this the next generation, Generation Z, and heaven forbid that the generation after them. The, none of that. The, yeah. You will have video game acceptance on a rate of ninety nine point nine percent within it'd be like books within fifteen years. Yeah, it'd be like, like books. That's where our, it's going. Our, it'll be our books good. Yes, yeah, probably. <laughs> well, be, in fifteen years, it'll be like our books good. What's a book? What's a book? What is that? Is that like a video I, game? I love. I love IVX HYP's uh, uh, comment in the chat. If EA was our president, we would have to pay ninety nine cents to breathe. Uh, well, I mean, not exactly what we're talking about, but not inaccurate either. <laughs> not inaccurate at all. They were totally microtrans breathing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You need air credits, guys. Air credits. Like fucking Jeez. space balls or something like that. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So uh, I, I think uh, I think we can probably leave the, the discussion yeah, right there. Yeah, let's leave that there. That it's like, and it's not at all because one. it's hotter than hell Yeah, it's here. not because it's like the surface of the sun in this uh, in the studio right now. I mean, it's really bad. My one day we're going to have sweating. a studio with an air conditioner in it. Yeah, no, one day. I know. A silent one. I, know. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, yeah, we'll have one. But the problem, Nate with his we have, ears is going to be like, no, nah, I can hear it. It's got to turn it off. We have one now. you got to turn it off. We do. 
do have well, one now, except it that, sounds like a wood chipper. Yeah, like that is would be unreasonable. There's yeah. no way. Yeah, it's really bad. Just some nice central air. Anyway, yeah, right. Like just, dude, central air would be awesome. Yeah. Like uh, the the, the uh, uh, building manager passed us along some notes about getting new air conditioning units. Twenty five hundred dollars a pop, and I'm like, dude, six thousand dollars could probably get you central air in the whole in the goddamn whole building. building. Well, Twenty five hundred dollars. The only reason is probably a high rise, and they couldn't lift it up through the elevators because they had to put an HVAC on top of the building. Yeah, they'd have to get a crane. They had to get a crane. Yeah, so that's the only. There's reason. already HVACs on top of the building. So why don't you have central air? Uh, do you notice that when you go out into the hall, it's nice and air conditioned? That's bullshit. <laughs> what? Oh my god. He's right. Every time we it is leave, nice out every in the time hallway. we leave his his unit in the hallway, I'm always like, oh, that is the hallway, so the lobby, whack. and upstairs are all air conditioned. Why don't you just leave your door open? <laughs> I've been tempted to. Okay, That's awful. that is insane. Yeah, right. They have central air everywhere but the apartments. Uh, to be fair, f- d- feeding ductwork to the apartments might be kind of complicated. Difficult, sure. yeah. But the building that, was built in, what, the 60s? 66. Yeah. I actually found that out today. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I could look at it and say it was built yeah. in the 60s. And, and by the way, uh, these air conditioners are still original because they're custom built for this building. Oh, wow. So they're air conditioners from 1966. So let's just wow. be impressed that they still run. That is impressive. Anyway, all right. So uh, that's that, that's what we were talking about on the podcast. Let's see what we were talking about on the radio show. The radio. We start off talking about women in gaming. Um, not just uh, to follow up on the riot story that we reported on last week, but uh, Ninja came out and, and made a couple of comments about why he... Does not stream with female streamers. Yes, this I think I think I realized is is the equivalent of when you see some type of you know you're out in the public you see some some injustice happen someone being an asshole or something and you decide oh I don't want to be a part of that so I'm just going to stay silent doesn't help anything. No, it's worse than that. It's somebody who is a supervisor at an office who says I'm not hiring women. Yeah. That's what that's what it is. But again, uh, again, you know, Twitch is a very competitive space, and and you and also at times a very toxic space. Uh, d- yes, that is true, and people do talk, and that's I am sympathetic to Ninja for no other reason than he's right, he's accurate in what he is saying, right? That and what will the, happen, the, the, and what will happen, yeah. right? Yeah. If he does stream with a with a woman, there will be and there is kind of any sort of like. Even if it's any unconscious, kind of any kind of chemistry, yep. you're going to get people that end up talking. And now that he's actually even said that, especially, if he, goes, especially if he goes and he, and, he, and he reverses on it, it's just it's going to be doubly as bad because people are going to do it just because they know it annoys him. Yeah, he's really screwed you know what? now. Deal he's with really it. screwed. Just deal with it then. Like, you know, be a professional. Well, but right? that's, dude, that's exactly. That's, be a professional. That's, this is the, the hardest part for me to accept is that... And, and Maybe it just comes from my media training. Maybe it just comes from the fact that I'm an opportunist. But if you know that that's going to be turned into clickbait, turn it into fucking turn clickbait, clickbait to, to to grow your channel. If the thing Dude, that you're I worried, see re- you see relationship rumors in totally. your shit. Dude, I'm sitting back like, 
Yeah, exactly. That's what you want, right? You want to drive. You want, dude. For a while, for a while, it was our goal to try to get on That's drama right. alert, right? Yeah. Like I wanted, I wanted to be a Keemstar update on uh, one day. It, oh you my know? gosh! Oh, no. not because uh, I like Keemstar or drama alert, but that seems to be some sort of metric for success. Bruh, a thumbs down is still engagement. Exactly. Let, let so me ask still you what? this, guys. Let me ask you this. Imagine you're a ninja, right? And, and you're thinking, oh no, I don't want those rumors. I don't want those rumors. If you go and get yourself one of them big slubbies, like, like uh, you, you, you had made the uh, uh, the compare or, or the idea, like you know, imagine if Beyonce had came to him and was like, "I want to stream with you," right? Yes. Okay. First of all, you turning that down. Beyonce is a bad example. Nobody says no to Beyonce. That's Pick true. somebody else. Well, no, 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 that's no, not no, true. no, Italy no. Hold on. Beyonce, no. Hold on. And Italy, where's Italy's economy right now? But she wanted to rent out the Grand Hold Coliseum, on. and they where's were like, their economy? Hold on. The point that I want to make though is, are you going to say no, whether you have a wife or not, to the headline? Is Ninja and Beyonce getting something else? Dude, dude, my girlfriend would be like, there's rumors about you and Beyonce. Thank we you. are rich. Everyone, everyone. We, hold on. We hold on. are rich. Evan, here's the thing. Everyone would know on seeing that headline, that's bullshit. That is so stupid. But, uh, but so everyone's still coming to your wh- stream and talking about it. What's the concern, though? Like, who are you concerned about seeing that and then reacting? Right? If you are in on it, you, you know. would transcend everything. Like, if, if you're in on it, the, 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 the other person. Is in on You're it. Significant others in for on you. It. Like what? Make what's it the work problem? for you. Yeah. No, I, make that, it work. Do it better, Ninja. I, I do it better, Ninja. I, I just don't understand. And Volkai in our chat saying Ninja sounded very much like Mike Pence. Ouch. Yes, he did. Ouch. What are you gonna do? Yes, that's the real reason that Ninja won't stream with women is that he needs to make room for Jesus. <laughs> uh. Just be better, Ninja. <laughs> Yeah. better. I think this I mean, is, is going to get back to him in any way. I don't know. I hope it does. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, all right. He's so from Down River. Like, I'm afraid of somebody from Down River. That's <laughs> right. He is from Down River. Ninja shows up to shit. our door. He's pounding on it. I forgot Open about Open up. That. God. Uh, dude, wouldn't that be the greatest thing is to have that Jay and Silent Bob moment? <laughs> Dark Flex says, you know, he is subbed. That's funny. I forgot he subbed. I forgot he yeah. subbed, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so we uh, we also talk about the latest in eSports news, as well as the announcement of the Toronto OWL Ooh, team. And you know what? We're going to know early September. They said that. That's when everything's supposed to be confirmed by early September. Could you imagine Drake, you imagine Drake standing the Toronto Overwatch team? Could you imagine? No. Right? Overwatch is happening. I don't want to see it. Right? No, listen. Overwatch is happening, right? They're having a big event in Toronto. Out of nowhere, Drake shows up. He's a May main, right? He's just he's just a horrible person. DJ Khaled's on Twitter. He's like, bro, if you would have told me, I'd have told you not to do it. Nah, Drake Drake could get Drake could get love at Overwatch, man. Much more than my, my question is what's what's Toronto's uh, what's Toronto's branding? Yeah, that's a good question. Because they got shit branding outside of Maple Leaf. Yeah, the yeah. Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, excuse me, outside Raptors. Of Raptors. I was gonna say Raptors. Raptors. Raptors is pretty cool. The Maple the Raptors, Leafs. The, pretty, yeah, Maple Leafs is classic. I mean, yeah. that's, you know, iconic. Oh, original six. Yeah, so, original yeah. six hockey team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Blue Jays. Mm. Blue so Jays I don't know what else. Uh, I don't know what else. I don't know either, yeah, man. I don't know. They're gonna name like the Mounties or something offensive. The Beavers. Okay, no. if, if they name oh, them, Toronto if, if, if they're the Toronto Mounties, they are instantly worse than the Fuel. 
Agreed. No, they are no, not. Nope, they are. What if they're the Beavers, though? Mm, they're still. my favorite team. <laughs> Thank you. They're double, my team. The, because of the double, double entendre. entendre. Yeah. How did they get that past the censors? If they name themselves the Beavers, <laughs> I'm in. Exactly. They're my team. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they might be my team except, anyway because they're the closest except, team to me. Except, yeah, and I was just about to, to point that out, except we need a Midwest team. I don't... I, fuck Australia. I, I understand the this. Blizzard's like Toronto's as close as you're getting. Shut up. No. Blizzard, you need to hear me. All right? Listen. Blizzard, get in real close. Okay? Time to power. Campfire. Listen. Listen. Okay? The Midwest needs a team more than any other region because there's nothing going on for esports here. Nothing. We're bored. You'd you know, be well, not the, just that. You, you wouldn't be the big fish focus. in the pond. The only things, You'd be the only fish in the pond. The only things that we have to do here in the Midwest is eat copious amounts of cheese. We do that. Drink yeah. lots of beer. We do that especially. We make the best beer. Shoot off a lot of firearms for some reason. Hey, you guys come out here. We'll get you a beer. Yeah. So, like, we need some shit to do. We'll go up north. Please. Oh, if there was, if there Give was, us something to do. We want to host, dude, we want to host watch parties, but we, we need someone to shit. cheer for. Could you we imagine, do... especially in the winter months, man? Thank you. Norris, could you imagine all the road trips if there was an OWL stadium within driving distance? Oh, oh you mean like like feasible driving distance? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Southeast yeah. Michigan or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that? Do you know how often we would cover that shit? Uh, I don't know. Dude, I'd be there every week. If, 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 if there, there was one within the three hours, I'd, I I might go a couple times a month. It doesn't need to be no, Detroit. It, Listen, yeah. it, uh, uh, Overwatch, it doesn't need to be Detroit. We'd okay. like it to be. It would be awesome if it I'd was. I'd prefer it to be. It would be great if it was, but it doesn't have to be Detroit. Just something in the Midwest. Because we got we a got rep, man. Midwestern yeah. people, Come on. we're a good breed. And we play a lot. Of video games. We play a lot of video games. We play a games. shitload of video games. In fact, you know, the, the, the nation's first syndicated talk show about esports and uh, gaming is based out of the Guess Midwest. Guess where it comes <laughs> from? It doesn't come from fucking LA, I can tell you that much. That's right. Um, also, we uh, talk about the latest releases coming out of QuakeCon, or the latest announcements coming out of QuakeCon. Didn't, uh, didn't get a chance to talk about the way that they're doing uh, uh, perks, but it's got a lot of people on edge, because it is it is essentially, the perk packs, the cards, it is essentially the exact same thing that EA did with uh, their Star Wars Battlefront. But it's not yeah. monetized. But they said would not be monetized. Now, some people are still skeptical, because it's one thing to say it, it's another thing to do it. And then we'll see when, when it actually comes out. But, uh, you know, they have still staunchly said that the way they're monetizing this game will be through cosmetics only. And hmm. anything that you can buy will be, be obtainable, obtainable in the game, game in okay. some way. Hey, you know so, what? Bethesda okay has not broken that. my trust yet. Yeah, see, right see that right. was my thing. There's a lot of detractors that were still very, oh, well, you know, this, this and that. I'm like, don't you think that Bethesda's earned our, our, uh, 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 the benefit of the doubt at this point? Yeah. Yeah, I think that. I, I think, think so have. too. I yeah. think so too. Uh, we also talk about the uh, International 8, run down the card for that. Um, we didn't get to pick teams. Should we no. do that? Or should we wait maybe till they're a little I don't bit know. further I don't know. There's a lot so of teams. I, have, I, know, I know less about Dota 2 this year than I knew last year. And there's, so. I, don't, I feel like there's no weird team names for you to pick either. I know, right? Yeah, this weekend they'll have it narrowed down to like the final 16 that are actually going to be in the main event. Maybe, are there maybe, 32 of them? No, there's 18. 18. Oh, yeah. And they're gonna, so they're going to eliminate two this oh, weekend. that's it? Maybe okay. we should I'm wait. Gonna I'm going to take a gander at it this weekend. Yeah, I mean, it'll be worth watching. I yeah. mean, I'm going to root for Team Liquid. I love them, so. I think yeah. I'm going to go Team Secret, because they did okay last, last, uh, last year, didn't they? Team, like you said, uh, Team Liquid has been on a tear. So yeah, I, like, great. Yeah. I, I, would, I would really like to. let me down last year, so fuck I would that. really like to see them uh, continue to, uh, to, to make some inroads. Mm-hmm. 
We also talk about the latest in gaming news, including China blocking the release of Monster Hunter World on Tencent's uh, platform. I, I don't could, remember what it's Wii called. Game. Could, Wii Games. Could you That's, imagine? How did Nintendo not sue the pants <laughs> off of... Because China, because China, China wouldn't let them sue them. Okay, that's true. Okay, <laughs> I'll just say no. I just shut up. Could you guys imagine being at the head of Tencent and like getting the memo that Monster Hunter World has been blocked in China? Yeah, I'd be furious. Yeah, I don't think they would be terribly happy about yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean, we didn't get to say this on the show, but credit to Tencent, who took the appropriate high road and said, okay, anyone who bought the game will get a full refund, no questions asked. Within yep. five days. You have five days, though. Yeah. Oh, I didn't read that, yep. but yeah, yep. fair you enough. You got five days. Well, well hopefully, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how much of China listens to this show, but <laughs> our huge we Chinese tried, demographic. Listen, yeah. we tried, guys. But in case you guys are China number one. <laughs> 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 when you nuke us, aim for the other side of the country. <laughs> oh, jeez. I thought Norris's was bad. No. That that's just dark. <laughs> I feel I feel like should I go bigger? Should well, I go bigger? Go bigger or How, go home. Well, are you gonna Are you gonna? I mean, I feel like the only way you can go is super racist. It's just racist. Yeah, so yeah. Not. Don't do that. I'm gonna bow, bow out. You guys can have it today. All right. Bow out. Maybe that. Maybe that's a that's a that's a good thought right yeah. there. Uh, we also uh, spend some time talking to Jello from uh, 105.1 The Bounce. You can check him out uh, every day, uh, every. Week weekday 3 p.m to 7 p.m you'll also hear me on there only, oh, only sometimes though right, right. like okay. uh, you'll you'll okay. he, you get to hear me say and the d-bag of the day award goes to that's the one thing that they allow me to say every time so you okay. get to say d-bag yes i do on the radio so, I so, do. so jello like everyone else in your career realizes you're not behind the mic potential <laughs> <laughs> jesus he laughs now but he's gonna kill him to, to be fair to be fair uh we're we're told everyone on that show is told to talk way less so <laughs> oh, really yeah. is it jello included unfortunately yeah. <laughs> i don't like i don't a, agree just, with any just, of those calls but whatever That's hey right. guys you know this thing of the radio where you listen to people talk yeah do less yeah, of that do less of that we want more of the music that everyone's been hearing since 1996 oh god uh so it, I, I thought this was a really interesting discussion and again thank you to jello who uh joined us with his son aaron uh to talk about being a gamer dad and the struggles of of raising a kid who is also a gamer because mercifully we don't know anything about it thank god yep, yep. i'm so glad we have to call in help on that i've Amen. never had to think about this ever in my entire life and i with any I, luck we'll never have to yeah exactly and i i realize that i'm showing a little bit of my privilege there but yeah. um i i really do uh i appreciate that privilege. i i am yes i'm really happy to be able to have choice in my life whether or not i have kids or not so um that it, but getting the perspective from somebody who has kids this is something that i've actually been legitimately interested in for a long time if you guys remember uh several years ago i did a audio documentary uh about my first venture out to the uh uh second final fantasy 11 fan festival yep. and this was like my first time going and meeting people that i had really only known in game Online, yeah. before yeah and i think everyone kind of has that that first outing mine was a little bit earlier than i think a lot of other people's because you know fan fest was 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 mine and i turned it into a documentary and while i was out there i ended up talking to a guy by the name of uh denton neal and uh his wife christy neal and uh they uh, you know talked to me about being gamer parents and even as far 
back as, as you know, almost 10 years ago, I was very interested in how do you strike the balance between both of those things? Because, you know, I got to believe that you see the value in video games. Because you, you do you, it. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I thought that was a really interesting conversation. Make sure you check that out on the show. Uh, by the way, those, again, being uploaded to Mixcloud.com a full five days earlier instead of on Tuesdays. They're getting uploaded on Fridays. So if you're listening to this podcast right now on our podcast feed, you can go to our website, CheckpointRadio.com, or go over to Mixcloud.com slash CheckpointRadio and be able to listen to the full episode on demand. Uh, Jello and Aaron stuck around for our list, and this was a really fun list. Uh, was I, was good, su- right? I was surprised. I Between thought... Between us three, we got either nine or 12 in a row right yeah, yeah. it was it was really impressive uh, uh on on our parts i think we did uh, we did fairly well yeah come on i was not up, Joe. dude i was not expecting to do well on this one yeah, Me it, was, it was a tough list but you know you guys did i thought yeah very well because i mean you i could, think we had a couple of important pieces of information right we knew what the metric was because it was popular mechanics and their highest rated so there was a lot of opinion that was in there right like they're very objective based but there was a lot of opinion in there and no sports games yeah i thought it was very telling that we got the majority of the 90s and and then you know the ones i got were like very recently but most of the 2000s yeah you got all the all the almost all the 80s a lot of the 90s and a lot of the 2010s yeah very little of the 2000s (laughs) yeah yeah well we were all broke during that time couldn't buy a lot of games poor college students i didn't have a lot of money but what little money we had, we were definitely spending on video games. Yep. So there yep. is no excuse. I was playing a lot of Eleven at the time. I was too. Yeah, I was too. too. I was playing. That was that was. I think my biggest MMO period. Oh, was World of Warcraft on there? Nope. Ah. Oh, I'm shocked by. I don't that. think any MMO made. Left. I'm shocked by that. I think World of Warcraft definitely deserved to I be on there. What MMOs, about Minecraft? Did Minecraft make it on there? I'm I'm kind of surprised by that. I think too. MMOs are in a weird place with they, stuff like they that. They are, too. and it's hard to objectively compare them up against evolve. the rest of video gaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah, uh, and then of course we wrap up this week talking as we always do with our social media followers, asking them which fall release are you looking forward to the most? Got a lot of Spider Mans in there. Not a lot, a lot of. Sp- Smash. Not a lot of Tomb Raiders, a lot of Smash. A lot of Red fact, Dead. A lot of Red Dead, not way, a lot of Pokemon. I was kind of a, uh, disappointed by that. One of the comments, Norris, which we should have read, because then you could have paired it up with the drop, was literally, Smash! 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 There it is. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, anyway, so uh, that's what was going on on the radio show this week. And with that, I think we got to get out of here because if we don't, we might melt. We might actually die. It is late. It is hot. Yes. It, it is, is all those time things. to go. Yep. So what we're going to do is we're going to say goodbye, guys. Uh, we're going to get out of here. That's going to be it for the Checkpoint Radio Show. Thanks for joining us. CheckpointRadio.com is where you can find out more info about the show, as well as full episodes on demand posted every Tuesday, interviews from past shows, and much, much more. That's all over at CheckpointRadio.com. Stay up to date on all the latest by following us on social media. That's CheckPT Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you like the show, consider dropping by our Apple Podcast feed and giving us a rating and a review. By the way, again, just eight more reviews less than 10 eight more reviews and joe has to wear a bubsy cosplay on stream you guys really want to get in on this checkpoint radio is a production of westwood one our theme is provided by the band weird at last big thanks to our producers rick scott kevin graham and christine corpus for the checkpoint radio crew robbie landis norris howard and joe sloan i'm nate bender 
Keep listening. You've been listening to the Checkpoint Radio Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, tune into our weekly radio show. For more information and the latest on esports and gaming, go to CheckpointRadio.com. 